Hey guys, this is Angela Bless and welcome back to Jive Talk Sports Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, guys. I wasn't going to do an episode because my guest is not answering his phone, but I definitely want to really um, be committed to this podcast. Even though I have another podcast and I got a lot of stuff going on, I have to be committed to this podcast because I definitely want to bring a lot of the youth, a lot of uh, former, whoever you are, to the spotlight. Because everybody has a story. It's not just about your stories, where you can't come from, and how you, how you was, how you was able to overcome a lot of things in life. So today, I'm going to keep the topic short, but I definitely want to talk about the literally um, shooting that went on um, over this weekend. It's sad. Um, after you guys listen to what the news is saying, I'm going to explain to you guys why I do not film or do interviews and so forth with the little league and. And, and um, not everyone is like that. You have some people that are well organized and put together, but you, you definitely have a, a, a handful of people that are entitlement parents and entitlement coaches and so forth like that, that they don't allow the kids to have fun. They don't, they don't allow the kids to be themselves. They don't took the fun out of Little League games. I'm sorry. They have. And this is not a white thing, a black thing. This is a... a, a, a I wanted to be noticed and seen. What's the word I'm looking for? Entitlement thing. I might be saying it wrong, but um, let me play the news for you guys to hear what's going on. Sir, actively looking for this man. His name, Yakub Salib Talib. Talib is wanted for the death of a local Little League football coach. That coach shot and killed during a game between nine-year-olds. This happened in Lancaster at the Veterans Memorial Parkway Field. Alexis Wainwright tonight with a tragedy and heartbreak felt for that community coach and the search for that suspect who was tied to a well-known former NFL player. People are avoiding the loss of Mike Hickman, who they called a pillar of the community. It took a while, a great person that would want to help the community and better us as a person. Friends and family identified Hickman as the man killed during a Little League football game in Lancaster Saturday. I've been on he was a good guy. Always happy he'll be good for other good husband. I always stood up for what's right. It's very tragic. Police are looking for the suspect, Yakob Salib Talib, was the brother of former NFL player Akib Talib. There was a fight here on this field following a disagreement between the coaching staff and officiating crew. That's when police say Talib pulled out a gun and started shooting. That was too extreme. I, I wasn't expecting that. I was so close, I thought I was shot. This all happened in front of young kids who were playing and watching the game. Another coach says now many of them are scarred. Like half of them come to sleep, they been crying, weird, don't want to play football. I mean, what can you expect? They nine, they babies. Friends of Hickman tell CBS 11 he coached football for years, and now they feel lost without him. He was very loved in the community. Everybody loved him and, and his son. Everybody looked look up to him as a good father. We learned a lot of things from him. In Lancaster, Alexis Wainwright, CBS 11 News. So, guys, let me let me explain to you what happened when when a child um, experiences trauma, and trauma can happen in um, all kinds of ways. Whether you've been in a domestic violent relationship and you're a youth and you see your parents going at it, whether you've been molested or raped or whatever. Trauma, if those kids don't get the right help, it will stay with them onto adulthood. And what that caused and what it triggered now is fear. Fear don't want to come out of the house. Fear, they, a lot of those kids probably lost their dreams. And it's going to take the right people to guide those kids back to the right path um, 
to wherever they want to go in life because they shouldn't be operating in fear. They're just children. Children should be children and it's sad because the game is set for the kids. Those kids are supposed to have fun. They're supposed to, you know, be kids and it's sad. The reason why I don't do little league games, um, you know, and no, 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 I'm sorry, I got trying to turn this on. No offense to anybody else because there's plenty of times I did try to put myself in there, but it was just something nugging me saying no. It was a, a couple of times I did go to people practicing with the parents and the, and some of the coaches and, you know, I wanted to talk to a certain child. They didn't want me to talk to the child. They wanted me to, you know, pay. It was just a whole bunch of stuff. But the crazy part about it, tra- you know, trauma is it's sad. And I'm trying to Google something a little bit. Uh-huh. James. But it's going to take, you know, and like they said, they, that guy changed the community. You know, those kids have something to look forward to when they go to see stuff, you know, when they, um, and so forth like that. So I'm going to read a couple of things that, um, Coach Trevor was talking about. If you don't know Coach Trevor, he has, um, he has a, um, program. Actually, he used to play pro football. He was a running back. He still, he trains a running back. It's called Cutback Running Back Academy. He, he trains sometimes at the field house with, um, another pro, um, athlete, um, PJ Hall, um, so amazing guys with results that the kids get results, they get the training they need and so forth, go check these guys out, um, I'm gonna see, I'm going through his page, <laughs> and he's on his head, stop wearing flip-flops, <laughs> slides to practice on games, put on your cleats well, because if you can, if you need it, so I'm gonna, um, parents, no matter how bad we want these babies to succeed, we have to keep pushing them, preparing them, but that switch has to flip on on their own. You cannot rush them. And this is from Coach Trevor, and he's telling the truth. Uh, let me, and he goes to say, let me break that, this down. Let me break one down to you. Example: If a kid fumbles, you can't scream at him to hold on to the football if he has not been taught how to. And that's that's amazing. Our kids need training, not veering away from what's going on. And he says, in youth football get away from um all that bull crap because it's uh it, if you stick around you are just as guilty as, as the other ones you know with children so this one will go over everybody has parents and you football we're supposed to give them what they need shake them out not what you want and he's telling the truth he's you know because it's sad it's a sad thing that you turn on the news and you have tons of kids maybe trying to flee the community that there are they're at because of the same thing, gun violence. They thought they were safe on the football field. Nobody ever comes there and do such things like that. And another thing, you guys that's holding these um, these games and so forth, you need to get you some real security. I'm sorry. You need to get you some real security that's going to check those bags because that's a liability on whoever part that's, that whoever was at that part. That whole part and who, whoever was, if they had security or not, that's a big downfall. That's a that's a hit on your assurance because every person that, that, that is a coach that has a team, whether you're a trainer or not, even me as a business person, you have to have some type of insurance. You know, even if you have, throw um, a concert at a venue, you have to have over almost a million, half a million dollar insurance in some areas just in case of accidentally accidentally I can't even talk because I'm talking like this because I don't write anything down you know guys um he said that with the sad event that happened this weekend a lot of you should honestly stay away from youth 
football because your intentions aren't good. You're hurting the kids on the sport, the sport itself. We all need to elevate ourselves and work on the real purpose. And that's true. You guys need to pay attention, close attention to the definition of the word process. And he's telling the truth. Like, at what point did they lose their way when it came to literally uh, football or even baseball and even basketball? When is it going to come back around and be about the youth? Should the child um, walk in the parents' footsteps? Because every person has their own purpose in life and they have their own path in life. I know this is about sports. I'm still going to, I'm an encourager. I love to encourage people. I love to speak wisdom and knowledge when this is due. Every child has a, their own purpose in life, where they're going in life. We can't stop them. We can't, we're not supposed to get in, our, in their way, but we do sometimes because of fear or because we never made it and we don't want our kids to make it or we don't want our kids to leave home. I was that parent. I was that parent. I had to remove myself out of the way. I had to allow, allow God to cover them and take on the responsibility and lead them to them to where they need to be at and move myself out of the way. It's sad. We got too many, too many things that's going on in the world right now. And for our youth to just to watch this, we got we got so many shoes going on around the world. We got so many communities that's broken, fatherless homes, motherless homes, children staying with their grandparents. We we're dealing with, you know, in our county, and a lot of people don't know that we're dealing with twenty percent homeless high school students. This is high school students alone. I don't know about the elementary and middle school. And how I know because I was in the predicament. I needed help, and I went to them. And I, you know, at first I was mad because I'm like, I need help. I need help too. And when the lady was just talking to me, I removed myself out of the equation. And I sat there, and I'm like, wow. Once God get me into the position where I need to be at, I'm gonna cater to those homeless high school kids. I'm gonna provide a stipend for them, and that's what I want. That is my passion and goal in life. But guys, listen to me clearly. If you don't hear anything else to me, and listen to the grown adults around the world. I don't care if you're an A-star, you're a pro athlete, I don't care what you are. Listen to me real quick. I know we want the best for our children. I know we want them to do what we say all the time. But when it comes time for them to live out their purpose, their purpose outweigh what you say, what you doing and what, how you want them to go by because they have to complete their purpose while they're on this earth. You don't want them leaving this earth early and the next generation is taking care of this low. The next generation is taking care of this low and so forth. That's just like the president. I, I don't care how many presidents you invite, you, you, you pick or you vote into office. They're still cleaning up 10 years, five years, seven years of what the other president is doing. And the other president was cleaning up what the other president was doing. The mess, the mess, the mess instead of being cleaned up. And they're going for office, local office and stuff like that. So I don't understand why you even fall for the proper ground, fall for this mess when they were like, I can do this. Yeah, they can do this sometimes, but they still got to clean up mess at what somebody else calls. But back to what I was saying, you have to let your child live out their God-given purpose. And for the coaches in life, your job, you, you're, that's what your, that's what your, that's what your, what, what I want to say, that is your talent to coach. That is your talent to get that child to the next um, level they need to be on. And once you're done with that child, your next job is to get on to the next assignment. Not to hold on, but push that child to where he or she needs to be at in life. And then your, your time is to focus on the next assignment. A lot of coaches have missed out on a lot of opportunity because they have benched a lot of players and they're worrying about the talent, but not that child that's respectful. That's that child that has the right grade. And he still has some talents, but he needs to be 
torque, you know what I'm saying? Not torque, like, hey, shake up the woman, baby. I'm talking like, you know, work on. He needs a good trainer to train him how to do the things the right way. We need to get back to reality of our hearts, our heart condition, and what we, what, what is our motives also? What do we think we're supposed to get out of this thing right here called life or out of this child, whatever? And another thing, coaches and trainers, we definitely need to put somebody in the spot when it comes from dealing with the youth mental health issues. And my nephew, he plays football. He's not going to play football. This is last year, I believe, in college. And I was talking to my brother. And I asked him, I said, do you believe that you put a lot of pressure on him to be perfect or great? He said, no. He said, I always made it. I always allowed them to make it their decision what they want to do when it comes to sports. I did tell them they have to go through school and they need to go to college, so forth like that. He said, but when it comes to the sports, he's not playing. He said, because, you know, it takes a toll on their mental state. You know, if they fail, they did something wrong, it, 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 it takes them back for a while, months, and maybe a year. You know, it's in their hair. It's in their head. We playing over and over again like a movie, like they made a mistake. Um, Monty, I believe that he said, he said that he was depressed. Um, who did he play for? Uh, the Bears and Steelers. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm trying to go off my head. I didn't write anything down because I want to go do this podcast. Monty, he talks about, you know, dealing with mental illness, you know, mental health illness because he put pressure on himself to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Anytime he messed up, he, he would beat himself up. I think everyone should be in a position if you're a coach or a trainer, you need to have some type of the right people. And I say godly people also, and sometimes you need therapists help to talk to those kids and let them know it's okay to mess up. It's okay to lose. That don't make you a loser. You know, You know, even though the internet can be such a bad thing sometimes, and it can be a good thing, and along with the media, it can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. Us that works in media, we are supposed to use the media for our good or for bad. And I choose it sometimes. I choose, I honestly use it for my good. But anyway, I'm just bumming it on. But, but... It's important when we go back to the Lily um, games and teams, whether it's baseball, football, you know, flag football. You know, you're trying to do it for a ring, but what about that child's mental health? What about that child's um, emotions and so forth like that? We put so much pressure on them to win, to be perfect, so forth. No one's perfect. You can do a great job. You can be amazing. You can be talented. But you can't be perfect. That's impossible. There's no such thing anybody's walking around perfect. You show me a perfect person, I'll tell you a lie. You're a lie, you're a lie. But at the end of the day, I pray over that man's family. I pray over his son that was there that had to witness that. Such a pain that your father, the statue, the person that you looked up to, the voice, you will never hear his voice when you walk back, when he comes into the house. Fathers are so important in our youth life. Now, male role model is so much important in our youth. I'm not saying the women and mothers are not, but listen to me, the fathers are so much important. Even though they say that you guys are strength and structure and, and providers, it's so much more than that for you guys. You guys are able to carry and, 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 and go the extra mile, even when you're tired. Even when you, you know, even when no one thanks you, even when no one's appreciating you, you guys are so important. But let me go because I'm thanking you guys on my podcast, Real Talk with Angela Bless. Tune in Tuesdays and Thursdays. Hey guys, and I'm doing, doing one more favor. I need you guys to subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, Virtues Radio. Um, I mixed it up with uh, sports and my podcast and, and, uh, 
everything, life issues and so forth. I need I need at least uh, approximately 940 more people to subscribe so we can start getting those uh, monetized so I can start helping out more with my community and the youth and so forth. But anyways, guys, and to all my coaches and trainers and all my coaches and trainers, even equipment person, whatever you is, what is your motive? What is your motive by being where you at in the position you are right now? Because you have so much. You're like a pitcher pouring into an empty glass. Your pitcher never runs out. It only runs out when you have a hidden agenda. And that's when your pitcher is empty. You understand where I'm coming from? But I pray that the right coaches will be at the right place at the right time. I pray that every child that's sitting on that bench for all those years will be noticed. And Father God, I declare right I declare right now over the life of every athlete, every person, every coach, every trainer, every person that's weary, every person that's dealing with mental illness and, and stress and frustration. God, I pray that you will just spread your peace and your love all around them, God. I pray that they lay down their burdens at your feet, God. I thank you that no weapons form against us shall prosper, God. I pray that the right coaches are in line at the right place at the right time. And Father God, I pray that right the scouts and the um, recruiters will come out and look at that child that's behind the spotlight. And that's what we are. We're here to help those that cannot help themselves. And that's all we are. But guys, um, I gotta go. I just want to do this podcast, you know, make literally sports fun again for the kids, not for you grown adults. And another thing, parents need to stay off the sideline. That's one point. That's one thing I need to say. The parents need to stay off the sideline because they do not know how to act. All parents need to stay off. The only person that should be on the sideline is the coaches, uh, media, and um. The, the physical people, the me- the medical people, and the referees. That's it. The parents need to stay off the sideline. I I don't care. They need to st- y'all need to make new rules. They need to stay off the sideline. Point blank. Point blank. Blank. Clear. All right, guys. Love you. I need to take this book out. I know y'all see the video when I uh, was talking to um do um Travis from um Tennessee, and I I was talking and the gun came out of my mouth. But yeah, I need to stop changing the gun when I'm recording. So, but anyway. Uh, just tune in to me go look at my page just like some stuff you don't have to follow me but I, I do need you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Virtus Radio guys I, I need you guys to do that for me you know do that I love you guys be blessed